You're listening to the Salt Churches Podcast. Here you can listen to messages, inspiration, and lessons learned about planting microchurches all across the nation. Thank you for tuning in. To find more information, you can visit us at www.saltchurches.com. This podcast is brought to you today by Salt Church's founder, Parker Green. So we have this problem in American Christianity today. And I think the main problem is that we pride ourselves on knowledge and not on the actual doing of what Jesus asked us to do. And I think a lot of times the way we do church and the way we approach it just adds to that and adds to that and adds to that. Think of the way that you typically see a Sunday service operate. You have one speaker, um, you have ministers up the front, you have leaders up the front, and then you have all the rest of the people that come and attend church. Now, some of these churches do a really great job of engaging with people. Some of these churches do a really great job of getting people on board. But a lot of times when they do get people on board, It's more about being a part of the team at the church and not necessarily about living a life that shares the gospel. It's more like greeting at a door and setting up chairs and being on a worship team and all those things are good. But what happens on Monday through Saturday? I think that's the real question of what we're trying to tackle. And I think that's what Jesus tried to tackle in most of his teaching. I mean, he only says the word church a couple of times. And the reality is he's just talking about his gathering. And when he does talk about his church, one of the main emphasis is action. What does he say? He says, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. What do gates actually do? They defend. Gates defend. So what does the church look like? It looks like an assaulting, offensive force that is breaking down the gates of hell. Now tell me that's what you get every Sunday, and I'll say, keep doing what you're doing. But if your Monday through Saturday doesn't look like shattering the gates of hell and releasing the oppressed, just like Jesus asked us to do, to set the captives free, to see people healed and delivered, to see them transformed, to follow Jesus, repent, be baptized, be saved. If that's what your Monday through Saturday looks like, awesome. Keep doing that. But where I think most of the life change for us comes from as human beings are the people that are really closest to us. So what if church was like that? What if church was a group of people that went to war together, and by war, I mean life, and we all know life can be a war sometimes, and really just worked out together what it looks like to live out the teachings of Jesus on a daily basis? How attractive would that be? How amazing would that be? And how salty would that be? How much would it flavor your daily life if you knew there were a group of people that 100% had your back when you went out and saw people saved and discipled. I think microchurches are going to change the world because it transforms individuals. It really does. Sitting in a circle, pulling apart scripture, and then keeping each other accountable on doing what Jesus actually says is so vitally important to our Christian walk. And knowing that you're loved and you're in community and you're in family is important, yes. But all those things come from being on mission with Jesus in a group of people that we think about the right number is the amount of people that you can remember to pray for. So here's the thing. Micro churches are going to change the world because we're going to be making disciples and we're going to be multiplying churches 
And the reality is that when you have a model like this, no matter what the government looks like, no matter what life looks like, no matter where you live or what you're doing, it works. It works because you don't need a bunch of stuff to make a church happen. What you need is Jesus and what you need is people. And that is an unlimited growth potential. When you have unlimited growth potential, though, how do you lead it? How do you run it? How do you do it? How do you make things like this happen? And we're going to talk about that more in our future podcasts. But the reality is that micro churches will change the world because people will see that we love one another because of Jesus. They will belong. They will believe. They will become like Jesus because once they belong and they see what the love of Jesus is like, then they can start to believe what he's actually done. They can be impacted by his power. They can be born again and transformed and baptized in the Holy Spirit. And then they can start a discipleship journey and start to become like him. Micro churches will change the world because it destroys the temple model of religion, just like Jesus asked us to do. You can worship him anywhere. You can pray to him anywhere. And Jesus himself took the gospel and gave it to 12 ordinary men to spread throughout the entire world. What we think microchurches will do will revolutionize the way church is done, period, because it takes people that are professional ministers and takes that authority and delegates it to every person that has the Holy Spirit and is called to make disciples and multiply churches. Once you can take what the gospel has to offer and put it in the hearts of people, it's unstoppable. If you really think about what to do next with somebody once they find Jesus, isn't the most natural thing to bring them back to your home? Isn't the most natural thing to one-on-one or one-on-two begin to teach them what Jesus said? I don't think the most natural thing to do is to have them come on a Sunday. And you'll find that the people that actually stick in churches like that are the people that have relationships within the church already or are very quick at making them. So what we did is we stripped away all that stuff and we brought it to a very basic, simple level where somebody that's called, filled with the Holy Spirit, and as a person of character can actually start a salt church themselves. They can start a micro church themselves. And you can have millions of these things and the leadership structure won't break and the overhead won't crush it. And you can actually tip the scales of culture. If you want to find out more about starting your own microchurch, if you want to find out more about discipleship, more about Salt Churches, period, check out our website at saltchurches.com. There's a couple of buttons there where you can join a Salt Church that's in your area, and they're spreading further and further across the United States right now. And there's a button where you can learn how to start your own, and we'll get in touch with you and show you exactly how to do that. Hope you're having an awesome day. Our next podcast is going to be amazing about microchurches. So stoked to be on this journey with you. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you feel inspired, encouraged, and empowered to change the world for the name of Jesus. Make sure to tune in and listen to our other podcasts and download our app, Salt Churches, found on iTunes. We hope to see you and hear from you soon. Thanks. Have a great day.